Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Look, real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure you can fill it in the mix. Finally stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beach balls of life. Giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution with only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Shit, know what we stand on. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use, the culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine, any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah, revolving the art, the shock, oh, with it, keeping the beans on the block, don't miss it. Welcome to the city, stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paste better. The fix is in and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they seek, so tell me whose face do they seek? Welcome back, welcome back. You're now tuned into The Fix, your source for faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry. Right here on Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. Happy Wednesday, kings and queens. It's your boy, DJ Focus, checking in. And it's your girl, Dice Gamble in the building. It's hump day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, hump day. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't know what y'all was tiptoeing to on Tuesday, but... <laughs> we here. <laughs> Started at the bottom, but we here. <laughs> yes, it is Wednesday. We, we, we are blessed to be back on the airs. Uh, one more time, uh, getting the opportunity to uh, one more time. That's one, so old school. One, 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 one more time. time. Yes. More... Glad to be in your service. Y'all don't know nothing about that. You listen. You got to be of age to know about that. <clears throat> that that's, that's that's a true devotional. Like that's real, ain't it? I go back to that red that red hymn book. Hey. You know about that red hymn book? I know. Come you on now. Nice. Come on now, brother. Come on. I think I got a green one too. I think wow. I got one in the house with the with just the side of it kind of falling off. But I'm trying to tell you, those songs will bring you on in and get you through. Okay? Nope. Not a lot of words. Just... No. Yeah. I'm glad to be in your service. One more time. Acapella, mm-hmm. too. I, I, I remember. Acapella, okay. No, no, seriously. I was going to say, take you back to those devotion <laughs> times. Listen, we don't even need the band. We don't need nobody. Uh, you, you had that one <sighs> phrase, uh, leader, go to the front. You, you remember that devotional time? Yes. Come on. So, for those who may not know, uh, devotional uh, was oh, the, yeah. the service that happened before the service. <laughs> you know what? It's crazy because I'm just thinking it's regular church, not even realizing that was a whole different part of what it was. Listen, that's how come church was so good back in the day. Like, I'm trying to tell you, we were going to make sure people were in, like in there, ready to go. Like it, it took a moment to, un, you know, really unpack the week. And I think churches monitored and managed that way better back in the day. Like, mm-hmm. woo, I forgot about that. That's good, bro. All right. Well, listen, it's this hump day, Wednesday. We want to say thank y'all for hanging out with us every Monday, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. We know it ain't easy getting up. But, you know, hey, it's always a blessing to be here, as far as I'm concerned, and out on the fix. So, y'all going to be blessed hanging out with us. Absolutely. Whether you you want it or not, you're going to get it. (laughs) Once again, you're tuned into the fix. And, of course, our mission 
is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. Ooh, we got another hot show again for y'all today. Mm. We, listen, we, we, we had a great conversation yesterday on money. And we going right back into that conversation. Uh, Dice and I feel like we didn't uh, we didn't get to everything we wanted to get to, so we got part two of uh, what what would he call it? A believer's response to uh, how to yeah fi- yeah managing finances money. yeah managing money and finances a believer's response to managing money and finances. I mean, we know we respond different than the what we should be responding different, and we have a great response manual. Uh, so. I mean, we got all the keys to the kingdom. We're just going back over some of the, the the basics that are in the Bible and just doing a little inventory to see if we're checking checking ourselves as we are generating income or getting you know finances and income and things like that. So remembering our source and our job is just a resource. Right. Right. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, so, so we might, you know, once again, we might shake some things up, but it's all for the kingdom. It's all for the glory of God, yeah. and it's all for you. We really want to see you guys develop into better believers, okay? Holistically, you know, mm-hmm. and that means you got to get that money together too. Get it right. <laughs> get it right. We also will take you into an exclusive interview with our brother Kenneth from RMG. Kenneth, Ken is a veteran. He's been around for a while. And uh, he's one of the coldest in the game. I don't know if he already always gets that credit, but no, he doesn't. Cannon is so dope. I mean, he is super dope, just as a person, but definitely lyrically and with the delivery and the beats. I mean, you can just go on and on and on. I mean, just a, just a good dude who, like I said, he's a legend, OG, definitely one of the goats in the game. And I always see Lecrae's name. I always see Tadashi's name. I always see, you know. A few folks' name, but Andy Minia, I see his name all the time. Derek Miner, sometimes he's another one of those like Canada to me. Like th- right. those two, I don't see their name enough, and I don't hear about them enough. And they're always doing something that's awesome. So we're gonna change that here. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. So definitely get ready for that exclusive interview. <laughs> listen, uh, if you're getting up this morning, kings and queens, listen. Let's go up and be great today. Uh, mm-hmm. I pray that everybody's uh, getting up and. You know, read a little word this morning, had your devotional time. So that way, when you step into the workplace today, you can make sure you got that full armor on, mm-hmm. <laughs> ready for the day. Listen, go love on somebody today uh, and just go be be great. That's that's the thing. Try to be great each and every day. Uh, forget about yesterday. Yesterday is yesterday. You know, God mm-hmm. has given you for anything that your shortcomings from yesterday. Start all over again fresh today. Listen, we got music on the way from uh, KB as well as... Art mob, but right now, now listen, we got a little Kanye West with Hurricane. Keep it locked. You're tuned into the fix. And the fix is in. You're tuned back into the fix. Your source of faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry right here on Sirius XM, channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. You're kicking it with DJ Focus and Dice Gamble and Dice. We always talking about, you know, some of the, the vets in the game and CHH who uh have still been giving out great quality. The person we have on the line right now, he's he's been doing it for a long time. Um, I remember uh, the first the first track I heard from him. It, actually, I saw a video. It was a wild video. Uh, mm-hmm. Like they shot it in somebody's basement. They had the, <laughs> what, the water jugs and everything going around. And I'm like, man, listen, uh, why wasn't I invited to this video shoot? Man, this this is the type of video shoot I need to be a part of. <laughs> oh, my God. You're talking, you want to be talking about loud music. 
Listen, that's man. my first introduction to you, Cannon. Um, man, and from there, you've been putting out quality music, man. Of course, you know, the whole team, man, you are part of with, you know, Derek Minor, RMG. Y'all just been putting yeah. out quality music. So listen, help us appreciate welcome you. in Cannon. Yo, appreciate you, fam. Thank y'all for having me, man. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's been a long journey. Uh, but I appreciate y'all, man, for even just following the music. I know I've been kind of doing this for a while and, you know, I, I this is, I love doing this, but, uh, man, I think at the end of the day, man, just being able to have people appreciate your music, man, it's, it's just a, it's a blessing. Uh, and you been rocking with me for so long, man. Y'all, y'all starting to make me feel old. Shoot, you talking about music that I put out like 10 years ago. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's back. That's back when it first started. Let's, let's be real. Man, so, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So talk about it. So you, you do so many, you wear so many hats. I mean, you're a producer, yeah. engineer, a writer, uh, an artist. Uh, talk about just everything that you do and just the balance of doing everything. Yeah. So it's a gift and a curse. Uh, I'll explain that in a second. But, uh, I mean, so for the most part, like, I, I'm a, I'm an overall creative. If I see it and I can think it, my mind is I can I can make it happen, you know. Kind of like Disney. It's like if you can see, if you can think it, you can make it happen. Um, and so, you know, I've I've started out producing. Um, you know, I always had a thing for just having beats in my head. Uh, when I was younger, uh, my, my sister used to always listen to like secular music, mainstream artists that my mama didn't want us listening to, and I would always kind of sneak and steal her tracks. And uh, but it, like I would listen to these tracks, and these beats is crazy. If I could only rap on something like this. But I'm like, I don't know these producers. I don't know these guys. They're not, they not going to make me a track. So I had to learn how to make it myself. So I, I learned how to produce um, because then I started rapping. And then I'm like, oh, as I'm rapping, like, I'm like, I ain't got no money. Man. I'm broke. I'm going to have to figure out how to make these beats for myself because uh, I ain't got money to buy nothing. And then I get older and I start making it myself and getting different software. And then after a while, I learned how to engin- uh, engineer my own sessions. I'm recording and producing and I'm touring. So, you know, I do a lot of different things. I've taught myself how to do graphic design. Uh, you know, I shoot my own music videos if I got to. I can pay, you know, my own, you know, I can spend my own money paying for my own, like, studio and video recording software, everything, you know. So, um, in my mind, like I said, like, if I can think it, uh, my, my goal is to try to create, try to make it, you know, over time, God has maximized my gifts and my abilities. So, I mean, I'm just, I'm just trying to be a student of my craft, student of being creative. Um, and in that, you know, I just, I learned new things. I'm still learning. So, yeah. First of all, that's very, that's very humbled of you to say, but I mean, you are definitely one, you're one of the, you're one of the nice, nicest. Like, I wish people could understand what I'm saying right now. And I'm not saying that to blow your head up. It's just facts. The facts are the absolute facts. And I'm trying to figure out where, who your influences were and where you even got what you got to do the things you do. Not to cut you off. You know, it was crazy. You know, I'm going to be honest, you know, in light of so many things that I do, I think one of the one of the downfalls is I'm always moving forward, but I'm never really sitting in the now, for real. Mm-hmm. Like I'm never always like I'm never I'm never sitting in the moment all the time. I'm always thinking about the next thing. Um, the only thing I sit in the most is my emotions. <laughs> but like as far as like my work, I'm always thinking about the next thing, and so you know I, I forget that my audience, or my, my followers, and supporters. You know, they're sitting on my music for a minute. They're listening to what I'm saying for a minute. And for me, I'm like, I wrote this and I'm gone. Um, I think sometimes that keeps me from knowing just my my impact that I've had yeah. over the years. Um, and, I, yeah. and maybe that's the Lord just you know, keeping me from having a big head. Or, 
and or, the, you know, yeah. drinking my own juice, you know. But. Yeah, that, yeah. That could that could be God's God's protection of you and definitely his grace that that thing that you get to have so that you aren't like reveling in it. But <laughs> your fans, your fans get to revel. So, uh, Man, I mean, I appreciate here, here, that. Listen, we, 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 no, bro, come on. Listen, focus usually asks a question about your faith journey. Mm-hmm. Like, can can you kind of like give the people like a, just, you know, like the short of it? So, yeah. um, I mean, growing up, I pretty much grew up in the church, uh, which I thank God for. You know, as an adult, you, you, you go to appreciate some of the things that God has given you as a child. Um, and I'm, and I'm, I thank God for it. So I grew up in the church. My mom, my pops rose me up in the church. Um, and in that, I had the opportunity to just kind of hear the faith, uh, hear about the faith, uh, just, you know, first, you know, first perspective, just right there. I embraced so much more of the culture. I didn't really think about my faith all the time mm-hmm. until I had to backtrack and realize, like, oh, the stuff that I'm talking about, I have to have a real relationship about the person who's doing it. This man that I'm talking about in my lyrics, like, I have to have a real relationship with. Um, I can't point anybody to something that I can't see myself. I can't point anybody to a person. I, I have a relationship with myself. So for me, I'm like, as I'm spitting these rhymes, as I'm writing these lyrics, I'm, I'm fighting and challenging. My, my own perspective on who is God and who, like, who is this man that I'm called to serve and give my entire life to. Like, not just someone, but my entire life, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, and so because I'm a, I'm a lover of hip-hop, grew up loving hip-hop, hip-hop was always attached to me. Um, and so, uh, I, I ended up just kind of through hip-hop uh, coming to know the Lord even more as I began to learn uh, just when there are other artists who love God who love hip-hop um, and that kind of strengthened my faith because I began to listen to more artists who had theology infused in their lyrics. And so um, at this point, by the time I'm like 14, 15, I didn't got hit to like the truth and uh, what's it called? Gospel gangsters and T-Bone and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and my faith starts to get challenged by these guys who also identify with hip hop. So how did you end up um, connecting and hooking up with RMG, with Derek Minor and yeah, man. how did that come about? Yeah, so uh, while I'm getting discipled and poured into, uh, Derek ends up meeting some of the guys I was also getting poured into. Um, and so uh, we ended up being in the same small group, like same men's group. We got to be five o'clock in the morning and uh, we meet with some other guys and we just diving in, we digging in and uh, diving in the scriptures. And, uh, Derek ended up pulling up and I never met him before at the time. I was like, hey, and uh and i couldn't find out there's another artist um he's living right there also in memphis as well and uh and so and that's that's when i met uh met Derek was when i was living in memphis in college and uh man i found out he did music and i started listening to some of his records i was like okay he high, he high, he high. He, you know, they do a little song, song. You know what I'm saying? He hotter than me, though. He hotter than me. That's like I was a little arrogant back then. <laughs> but uh, but no, for real though. Like he, he, he was super cool though. He wasn't arrogant. Like he wasn't. He was down to earth. He, he, he really felt like a big brother. And so, like I'm like, man, I, 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 I began to trust him, like trust in him, like as a brother first, as a friend. Um, and then we started kind of doing. Then it was like, yo, Derek was like, yo, how come track? And I was like, oh, word? Because at this time, Derek been putting out albums already. I was only putting out like small mixtapes. Like, I wasn't even putting out projects. Like, I ain't had nothing, you know, like you know, codes or anything. Like, I ain't had nothing. But at this time, Derek was like, 
yeah, I already put that stuff out. So I'm like, oh, you putting out, you putting out a project, project. I like that. Um, so I ended up getting on one of his joints, one of his songs. Uh, he was like, let's do it, right? Then I ended up going on another song. Then he was like, yo, we're going to put you on another song. And then that's the next thing you know, he's like, yo, what would it look like if we actually, like, did a group? Because it was me and another, and some other guys, too, Chad Jones. Shout out to Chad Jones. Um, and so next thing you know, he's like, yo, we should do something like RMG, like Reflection Musical, the Greatness. And then that's when we started kind of being with the movement. Next thing you know, we shooting all music videos. I'm sleeping in the studio for days trying to push out records, like all that. Next thing you know, loud music come out of nowhere. So yeah, it's crazy. Listen, you've been on a journey, and uh, definitely uh, about uh, eight nine years ago. <laughs> you went through some tragedy and uh i mean can you tell the people about that uh real quick and just kind of how uh how you overcame that yeah um let me be honest uh i think i would say mainly the the, the one thing that, that got me over that that hurdle um for those of them i just fell off the foot of the highway um trying to save somebody else's life ain't that messed up <laughs> um but uh, you end up you end up putting your your life on hold for a little bit to save somebody else's and you end up kind of getting clipped yourself. And what I learned from that one is you got to be careful first. Mm-hmm. You, you got to be careful. Could have lost my life, and you know I, I could have hurt a lot of people that are close to me. You know, so I, the first thing as far as me, you don't put your you don't put your life on the line. Make sure you think about that before you do so. For me, I was just you know we need help. You know, let me go help. You. Um, but uh, then I think the one thing that, that pulled me out of that, uh, you know, pulled me out of the, 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 the darkness I was in in that season, because um, I dealt with a lot of PTSD, I dealt with a lot of anxiety, I dealt with a lot of uh, anger and frustration. Like that, right? mm-hmm. And I was trying to help him out. Like, why you get, why I get hit? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, so, uh, and so, you know, one scripture, um, I just remember just reading through scripture, it was uh, Peter just um, going through Peter uh, going through I think uh, Genesis even and just just reading about Moses uh, going through Exodus and whatnot just thinking through like right, God you have preserved my life for a reason mm-hmm. let me not forget this like let me not take this and let it sink and then let me just be angry. let me think about this purpose because before then I would put out music that uh that was just fun. Uh, again, like, songs like that was like party music, you know. Mm-hmm. But then I'm thinking about like, man, if I was, if I were to die, like, what kind of legacy did I leave behind? How did I challenge people? How did I change this world? And so I started thinking about like, man, I I need to become the person that God really wants me to be. And this was mm-hmm. the wake up call. Um, that 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 fear that I used to have uh, as far as people pleasing and being afraid to stand up to man. That just all went kindle because I'm like, look, I had to face death. If I got to face death, facing you ain't nothing. <laughs> Come on. So, so at the end of the day, like, uh, I, I will say, you know, there, there there weren't always moments where I was, you know, happy and, 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 and joyful and, and seeing God the way that I should see Him. Uh, if anything, I was angry with God a lot of times and just wrestling. Like, well, how am I supposed to make it? Like, I may not even be able to run no more. Like I lost certain abilities. Like I have a huge rod in my ankle, in my leg, um, and so uh, you know there were moments where I was angry with God, and He gave me something so much more. He gave me perspective that I may have never gotten out of the situation. He gave me 
insight and wisdom that I may have never gotten inside of the situation. That's good. Like, even when you hurt, you still got to serve. I think that was my key takeaway from what you just said. Yeah, I'm on that uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's good stuff. We talk about service a lot on here. We, as a matter of fact, we want to talk about it a little bit more, just like mm-hmm. really having that attitude, that, that attitude, that servant's heart and, yeah. you know, just walking in gratitude. And, um, th- we're going to talk about the music. Um, so right now, I mean, I'm working on a couple projects, uh, project I can't talk about, which I hate. I'm a very like giving person. So I hate not being able to talk about my stuff, but it's a, it's a big surprise. So I, I can't talk about it. What's your take on the the state of Christian hip hop now? When we wake up and we say we want to be CHH artists, what are we really saying? When I when I think about it, I'm like, man, for a point in time it just kind of felt like we were all trying to get on uh you know tours and festivals and whatnot. But mm-hmm. the issues that I had was wasn't that we were trying to get tours and festivals, but the route that we kind of have to go through to get them, it seemed like CHH had become a thing where all the good opportunities came from CCM churches or yeah. uh, uh, white evangelical churches. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it seemed like, you know, the CHH more, the CHH, uh, the, 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 the churches that supported CHH or urban ministry, a lot of them didn't have the best of opportunities. Um, and so like the sound systems wouldn't be all that great stages wouldn't always be all that great it'd be hard to sell out tickets uh people really wouldn't you know really know about the show because churches got beef um what you see end up happening is uh it's not that it's not just that we don't really support ourselves but we don't really give each other the chance to, to be supported for real we have our own small clicks and so for me i'm just kind of like all right well like we're trying to do bigger and better things besides what we just been given Mm-hmm. And so I love being able to see our culture just advancing that. But yeah, man, I, I'm proud of the culture. You know, I think we still got a lot to grow. Uh, you know, I, I think there's a lot of maturing that we could do at this point. Um, I, you know, I, I think in my time, I saw a lot more people looking to disciple people. I don't see that yeah. much as more. I don't see that as much now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but I know it's brothers out there that's, you know, also trying to use the platform to disciple the culture. So, you know, that those are two different ways where people can try to find a way to impact the world. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I think, you know, the times are changing and people are changing in the network. Um, and I think hip-hop right now, as it change, as it turns and changes, you'll see CHH uh, do the same thing. Listen, Cannon, we appreciate you rocking with us today. Yeah, yeah. Tell the people how they can connect with you, how they can follow you on all your social media platforms, as well as introduce your latest single to as well. Man, for sure. Yo, first of all, y'all can uh, follow me on Get the Cannon uh, on everything. G-E-T-T-H-E-C-A-N-O-N. At Get the Cannon. That's everything. That's Twitter, Instagram, name, uh, Facebook, TikTok, all of them. Uh, or go to GetTheCannon.com. And you can't remember none of that. Just go to GetTheCannon.com. Um, but yeah, man. New single out right now. Uh, we've been pushing it on the airways. Uh, we, we got wrist. Uh, Rich has been on the radio for a good minute now. Uh, from what I was told, it was number two uh, on some radio stations. And so I'm like, Woo-hoo. all right, we're going to figure out what number one looks like, hopefully. You know, if not, you know, I praise God for where I'm at now. Uh, hey. So, yeah, shout out to everybody who's supporting the records. Uh, we got new music coming in the way, a ton of new music. I know, y'all, it's been, it's been a minute since I've been out. 
I'm finally back in my people too. Just not get back on the road. So yeah, we here now. Yeah. Keep it locked. You tuned into the fix. And the fix is in. You tune back into the fix, your source of faith infused hip hop, R and B, and poetry, right here on Sirius XM Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. It's your boy DJ Focus and Dice Gamble checking back in. Listen, we uh yeah. we got part two of our real talk topic today, Dice. Uh mm. that money right, a believer's response to how to manage and handle money. Yeah. So I know um, before we went to break, um, you were talking. Or no, while we were on break, you were talking mm-hmm. about uh, the example of the, the miracles that Jesus pulled off with the, the least, Come with the, the little bit. Talk about that a little bit more. Remember yesterday, I was say, I was telling you there's a quote to how many scriptures there are in the Bible concerning finances money. and money. Yes, there are more than eight hundred. More than eight hundred. More than eight hundred. And here's the crazy part, because I, I was digging in the, uh, on the internet, and the first thing that popped out, like when I was typing in the, hey, how many quotes are from the Bible? The For- Forbes, Forbes.com. So if you ever go over there, they have like a really nice blog on this, but uh, that helped me to find it today. Shout out to Forbes being in the know of the things of the Jesus world and the Bible. More than 800 times, and none of them view debt in a positive way. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, this thing... We need to talk about it more in Christianity, but yes, I want to talk about Christ can do amazing things with the little that he's already given you. And uh, one of the passages in the Bible that really stuck out to me concerning concerning this was when Jesus fed the 5,000. And as we know from being in church, it was more than 5,000. Only the men were counted at that time. Jesus you know, asking, asking Philip, like, what are we going to do? How are we going to feed these people? And Philip answers, this is in John six, and this is actually verse seven. Philip answered to him, it would take more than a half year's wage to buy enough food for each person here to have one bite. And then another disciple, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother spoke up and said, there is a boy here with five small barley loaves and two small fish, but how far can this go? And so this, this thing goes on and on, you know, really Christ is just asking his his disciples like basically how what are y'all gonna do you know like how 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 are, how are we gonna feed these people because they they're gonna be hungry and it's five thousand plus people right here so long story short Jesus asked for them to bring him whatever they had and everybody knows this story five fish and two loaves that ain't enough to feed five thousand people everybody knows that but what happened was the Lord lifted that bread up prayed to the father, asked the Lord to bless it. And he started breaking this down and handing it to his disciples to pass out amongst the crowd. Well, lo and behold, we look up and everyone has enough to eat. And not just for one bite, but actually enough. The Bible actually says they were satisfied. Everybody, you know? And this is crazy because this is what God does. This is what God does. He will take the little and multiply it. But here's the key. You have to give him everything you have. You have to give it to him. It's already his anyway, but it's just a test to see, do you trust me? Like, I gave you that. And if you know that I'm the source and it came from me, all you have to do is give it back. I will give you more. You know, God is, he's a good father. That's what he does. So I love, I just, you know, this is John 6, John chapter 6. And you, y'all can read through it or you probably already know it, you guys that are listening. But this is just a great example of how the Lord will use your little, you know, and if you are entrusted to him and allow him to multiply it 
for you, you know, instead of you taking your little bit and you trying to work it and multiply it and flip it and all this. It's like, man, God can do that thing instantly, way faster than you ever could and definitely better than you ever could. So, uh, and there were leftovers in that, in that, if you guys uh, remember the story, 12 baskets full. And to me, I felt like that was a testament, the Lord really showing all of his disciples who he just questioned, how are we going to feed these people? You know, it's like a reminder, like, go, you know, everybody take some home. We can do this, but y'all got to trust me. So anyway. No, that's good. To- no, that's good. I think, I think what, what a key part of that is, is believing and trusting in God. And sometimes I think that's where the problem comes because I think a lot of believers' faith is not where it should be. Come so like they, they have more faith in them getting it done than allowing for God to be a part of this equation and him oversee it. Because <laughs> and this that's really what it is. Essentially, God is overseeing everything. He can do whatever he wants to do anytime he wants to do it. But a lot of times we don't believe that. So... When the when the when the test comes to your point, when it's time to sow sow into the ministry or or give a tithe or whatever it may be, that's the faith test. We're like, oh well, no, you know, I'm still I'm still short a little bit on my mortgage. I car no do. I don't know if I can, you know, get it, Lord. I don't know. Uh, I mean, the same guy that gave it to you in the first place and give it to you again. That it's just so it 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 amazes me how you go through your day and you forget that. Because you're so busy. Your mind is busy. And you actually have the audacity and nerve to think you made that money. (laughs) You created that. I created this opportunity. I created this money. I went to work and made it. You you didn't do anything. Like the Lord had that whole thing set up for you. You know, it is God giving us each strength and breath and and mindset to build businesses to generate income. It all comes back to God. But man... If we could just remember, you know, I'm glad some of these disciples didn't have an answer. You know, that to me, I like that part of that that scripture or sorry, that passage where it's like everybody didn't have an answer, but they were like, God, I'm just going to give it to you. And I and I and I like that at the gate because, you know, sometimes you'll try to figure it out on your own (laughs) and then you give it to God. But it's like, no, no, no. We just going to give you what we have (laughs) Mm -hmm. and let you figure that out. So it's like, yeah. Anyway. Day two, how to manage this money and these finances, um, you know, Christians view or response or how we how are we how we are to go about this. So. so I think a big place we fall short at, we don't evaluate our situation, Dice. Mm-hmm. I think um, we, we're not realistic with understanding where we are financially when you talk, especially when you talk about the debt. I does it do, do you think it's like a common thing where people just really feel that they're always going to have some form of debt so it doesn't matter so they kind of just run up the debt and just continue to run up the debt like reckless, recklessly like that's just a it's a blanket excuse we all know there are people who are debt free like they have they have really? whole really? whatever no, no, they no, have no. they have whole <laughs> do, uh, do, we really, do we really know that yeah we <laughs> I mean, I know that. I know people. I know I'm my neighbor right next door. I mean, literally, I was like, Jesus. I mean, we were just, um, my husband and I were just hanging out with them at their lake house. And I mean, we were wearing them out. I know they probably never invite us back, but we were like, how do we get to that point? Like we've gotten the management and the handling and paying on time and the buying with cat. We got that far. We we good. And um, man, the answers they gave us, we did not want to hear. Okay. It was painful, but they what, were like the sacrifice you have to put in. Listen, 
So that means you might can't go anywhere for four years depending on how much debt you're in. Like you might have to say, okay, we, we can't vacation. We can't really buy, you know, maybe some of the clothes that we, we probably want to do or mm-hmm. do some, eat out at all these restaurants that we like to have, these nice steak dinners or seafood at. Like, mm-hmm. let's, let's, and Dave Ramsey says it all, all the time. Mm-hmm. Live like no one else so you can live like no one else. Come on now. Come on now. Come on. These are facts. These are facts. You know, it, it's, it's tough for me because... I'm always to me I'm always yelling at black people I I can't yell at anybody else but my people you know about finances because they just want to be seen too much and it's like (laughs) you want to be seen but you know you don't have it in the bank you know you're all the way in debt trying to be seen and being seen is not helping you get out of debt you know the look and here's the thing we already went over these scriptures yesterday about it's okay to have things. It's just the loving the money is is where you know anything you put above God is sin. So let's just get that out there. So you can you can go buy that mansion, but if you love that mansion more than you love the Lord, you are walking in full blown sin. So it's like, you know, that's why the Bible says it's harder to get into heaven. Like it's just like trying to get through the eye of a needle, and it's not a sewing needle. It's actually a needle of a cattle gate. But regardless, the more you have, the more distractions you have. So it's not the fact of you having things. It's just, just know your prayer life going to have to be better, bigger. Your, your sacrifice going to have to be better, bigger. Your time going to be better, bigger. Offering better. Like you, you're going to have to be more disciplined to handle the more, the more that you're accumulating is the bottom line. So, um, yeah, so you can do it, but just know you got to dig in a little bit deeper to the Lord. <laughs> you have to dig in a lot deeper. I'm just saying, it's real. Lord. It's real. Man, we're passionate about you guys being free, financially free. I know I am. I'm passionate about being financially free, 100%. And uh, living from my overflow. That's that's the, that's the part I'm trying to get to right now. It's just, I don't even want to be living off of nothing else, but just a whole bunch of extra. The, 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 the big thing in that is people don't want to go through those four years. Those four years are rough. And I can share this. Um, my wife and I, what was that, 2012, maybe? 12 or 13. She'll, she'll let me know. If I'm, I, I want to say it's either 12 or either, no, 2014. We, we, we decided to get out of credit card debt. Like, that was, like, big for us. Like, you know, we were cool. We, we, we had, it, it wasn't a lot of debt, but it was enough. I would say it was about $30,000 worth of credit card debt. And we was like, listen, we, we're paying interest rates mm-hmm. on credit cards that we shouldn't even be paying interest rates on. Mm-hmm. For what? So, you know, that's when I, I took a, I took the opportunity to say, you know what, let's, let's really attack this. And shouts out to my pastor, uh, Pastor Vernon. He preached a word on, oh, no man, anything. And that was very powerful. It was like, you know what? It was like a word that I need to hear. My wife needed to hear. And we were like, listen, we're going we're gonna to get out of this debt. So we took a year and a half, maybe almost two years. It took us almost two years to pay off that $30,000 credit debt. But listen, when I say it was rough, Dice, it was rough. I, I mean, I ain't going to kid you. So from somebody who's been through it, when you have to come home every day and say, you know what? No, I can't take my wife out to get that steak dinner or that seafood bag or whatever, you know, meal that you enjoy, not, you know wife making meals every day and don't get me wrong they were blessed meals but i'm like uh, no, i really want me a, a, a tea on with a day with a baked potato and, and a shirt salad. like you know yeah you know what i'm saying I, I really, and, and listen i don't want to make it and i don't want my wife to have to make it i want to be served mm-hmm. no nah, you know my wife said listen my, shouts out to my wife because she was 
focus. Like when you talk about focus, mm-hmm. she was focused. I was the one like, nah, yeah, I want to go do this. And listen, I, I, I stopped by the mall. I wanted to buy you this outfit. I saw, you know, I want to take you out. No, she, no, take it back. I'm like, what you mean? Take it back. Take it back. We, we need to pay off this debt. And listen, it took me about three months to really get tuned in like she was. And listen, uh, all, all my all my men out there listening make sure you find you a wife that literally is in her has a great prayer life and just mm-hmm. understands the assignment on the level that you do even when you're weak because that's 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 exactly what we do to each other it's places that she might be weak in and i'm a little stronger in and vice versa so mine's is spending sometimes spending is not my uh pet peeve like i you know i might overspend or mm-hmm. you know i like to do things so she was focused and when I tell you, when we paid that last credit card off, we did the the snowball effect, the Dave Ramsey snowball effect. So mm-hmm. we took one credit card and we were making three payments, not one payment. We were making, every time we paid that thing, we was paying three payments. Like, all right, let's pay it off. Mm-hmm. Every month, three payments. Every month, three payments. All right, we looked up maybe three, four months down the line. That one, that one's paid off. We go to the next one. Same thing, three payments, three payments every month. Mm-hmm. We looked up a year and a half, maybe, maybe almost two years. And when I say... I was so relieved to go to that next month and those, I think it was five credit cards. Mm-hmm. Every last one of them said zero balance. Look at God. Woo! And we looked what we were paying on those credit cards, the interest, the relief. And and I looked at my wife and I, and I just smiled at her. I said, I, listen, I, I thank you. I had to thank her because I was like, I, I know I was, I was the one trying to break, break the mold every, every other <laughs> month, every other month. I'm like, whatever, you know, I was working two jobs too. I was, listen, mm-hmm. that, that was something that God humbled me onto as well. Cause I had the wrong spirit. Mm-hmm. I actually was able to go out. And this was in a time where a lot of jobs were not available. So this is way before like, you know, where we at now where jobs are available. It's like, I was able to go get a job literally within a week at another job. Started working that job and was getting paid every week. So that made it even better. It's like weekly yeah. payouts. We making payments like crazy. But I used to have, uh, uh, be honest with you, uh, a very bad spirit because I'm like, Ugh, I'm tired of working these two jobs. I don't want to go work this job. You know, I'm working 16, 17 hours a day. I'm coming in the house. My wife got lunch already prepared for me. I felt like a little kid. She's like, huh, huh, huh. She got both, she got both lunches prepared for me. I come in one, <laughs> come back for a small little break, got another one. I'm like, what is this? I ain't going to, just, you know, recess. What is, what's going on here? She's like, don't you spend no money at don't that job? Don't you spend that money at that job? Spend nothing. I mean, she got two Gatorades for a brother, got a whole sandwich. Poke chop, whatever it is. Here you go. Yes, here you go. Take, take your lunch cart with you. I said, <laughs> but I laugh at it now and she laughs with me. But listen, that financial freedom is something that it's priceless. I'm be honest with you because yeah. now we're in a place to where we can sow into people if we want to sow into people, right. sow in, helping people out. We're able to take a trip vacation, <laughs> business trips, whatever it may be. Mm. You can say, all right, let, let's make sure we put it in the budget. Let, let's make sure, boom, boom. After savings, after mm. tithes, all, okay, we still got this. Mm-hmm. We can do stuff with. So it's a great feeling, but it's hard going mm-hmm. through it. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people, they give up and they don't really realize the reward at the end. And that's 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 what's key. Yeah, you really got to press on through. And uh, I, I say, don't be ashamed about it. Listen, get free. Because I'm trying to, I'm trying to tell you, you help with other people. You know, when you like let people know, like, just the season for me to not 
be in Hawaii with you. <laughs> this is the season for us to plan. Yeah, no, I, I, that's a good point. And like I said, the neighbors gave me, you know, some good stuff. And, and obviously there are things we already knew, but I love how just break it on down. Like it's not going to last forever. It's just, just a page in the book of your life. It's not the whole book. It's just like just now in this season. And as we know, seasons, they come and go and they're always going to come and go. So this thing will be over with. You'll be happy that you did it. Just hunker down now and knock it on out so you can be free. Be free later. Mm-hmm. Listen, you're tuned into the Fix Radio Show with DJ Focus and Dice Gamble. We got to pay some bills. We'll be right back. Keep it locked. You're tuned into the Fix. And the Fix is in. You're tuned back into the Fix, your source of faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry, right here on Sirius XM Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. Ooh, DJ Focus and Dice Gamble on this blessed, blessed Wednesday. <laughs> Wake up, wake up, kings and queens. We pray that you guys are, if you're getting ready for work, uh, you know, getting ready to have a productive day. If you're already at work, listen to us. Bless you. Have a productive day. We pray Mm -hmm. you. Loving on people today. Mm -hmm. Getting ready to be uh, that light, that light in the world. We talking money today. Money, money, money. uh, To handling money properly. Mm. Um, That's something that, uh, that, um, uh, when I got a chance, my wife and I had a chance to sit down with a financial advisor oh, yeah. and just get some advice. Uh, he always spoke about having a positive cash flow. Yeah. So sure. a positive cash flow is is nothing but simply, but you being able to have more money coming in a month than you're mm-hmm. sending out. So that way you can save. But a lot of people don't have that. That's not a reality. A lot of people don't have the positive cash flow. They have the negative cash flow. They're okay. spending more. Mm-hmm. Trying to keep up with the Joneses, and I'm and I was guilty of it too as well. You know, I, I, myself included, yeah. and not understanding the balance. In it's okay to have nice things, whether you know you want the nice house, you want the mm-hmm. nice car, mm-hmm. but you should make sure you manage your money to where you really can afford it, and you have a savings and everything. I know Listen, you no, you're fine. No, I mean a positive cash flow. That's it. Uh, I've been to a financial advisor as well. And that is the first thing we're going to talk about because we need to see the balance. We need to see the imbalance of what you actually have going on. And um, there are two ways to get to that positive cash flow, as you already know, Focus. And you took one route, I'm pretty sure. And as you're going to go generate more cash or you you go into a, uh, let's get rid of everything we don't need. And I'm talking cable, cell phone. We getting rid of all your sports channels. We gonna get oh, rid of all, yeah, yeah. Oh, all of it. Hey. <laughs> ESPN got to go. Like it's just gotta. We gotta shut it down. And here's the thing: cars. We gonna get rid of all the cars that have um, a note attached to them, and we go to cash car. Even if you gotta go down to little Ford, little four door Ford, and you just come on out the pocket and pay your little two to five G's on it, and you gonna push that car around. I'm just saying, like you have to. This is just me when I went in. Like, a brother was not playing with me. He was like, if you do not need it, it needs to go. Like, that is it. Even if you have uh, washing the dryer, sitting in the garage. Like, we had this, we had a washing the dryer in the house and a washing the dryer in the garage. Please go ahead and do a, um, take pictures of the washing and dryer and sell those and get those on up out here. Take them to the restore and they'll buy them back. But it's like, stop holding on to things you do not need if you are broke and you are in debt or you go and get another job and hustle up the cash so that you can have that positive cash flow it's your choice but there are a couple ways to go to go about it so 
So that's that's good that you brought that up, uh, Dice. Why do you think so many people don't educate themselves on money? Because I think that's where a lot of us fall short to as well. A lot of us don't know, don't research the information. Well, it's fear. It's just fear. It's, oh. it's, a, it's a simple fear. Uh, it's a, I'm afraid and I'm embarrassed. So that's why I said I have a challenge with us of a different, you know, melanation because we're so prideful. That's why we don't want to go to an advisor. As soon as you tell somebody, hey, why don't you just go to financial? Oh, I don't want to buy in my business. <laughs> they can care less about your business. They actually went to school to help you get through your business. Matter of fact, when they go home to their wife or their husband, they don't even think about you because they're too busy minding a regular business. You know, they're not going to be online posting about you because you can sue their business. So it's like you have to get over yourself, get over the things in your, it's your brain. You will be in your head messing your whole life up and the whole rest of the world is going on about its business when all you have to do is go sit down with somebody, get totally transparent and say, I have screwed up and Here's this, I always use uh, in Genesis when uh, the Lord flooded the earth. I always use that as an example when people talk to me about financial problems. Because I was like, uh, if God started over, I think you can too. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think you can. I think it's okay. I think that's, I think we have a pass to say, this is grieving me right here. <laughs> and, and I don't like it. So the whole world that I created, if I created this whole heavy home full of debt, full of things that are, you know, like you said, interest rates are too high. I can't even keep up. I'm six months behind. I'm three months behind. They threatening to come and take it, turn it off. I'm just going to say, check your creation. And if you've created this planet or this world and this life, and it is not working and it has you in stress and in sin, you are not, you're not walking in the will of God. So we start over and it's that easy. I mean, it's so easy to start over. And who cares? Because you'll, you'll become a better person. You'll, <clears throat> you really will. <clears throat> Sorry, no, and I agree. I think I think it's a trick of the enemy too, as well, to have you in a place to where you feel like you don't want to go and address something that you need to address, and you're saying you don't want everybody in your business. Like that's that right there is telling me you're not being a responsible uh-huh. adult. And just my humble opinion, it's my opinion. I feel like you're not being a responsible adult. You need to go address this. You're that's in. It. Listen, the enemy wants to keep us in debt. Uh, Dice and I talk about it all the time, the power of believers having money. We have so many people in the mainstream who, you know, some of them are believers, but a lot of them are not believers. Mm -hmm. But they have the millions of dollars. They have the resources. They have all these different things that we as believers, we should be right there with them Mm -hmm. having these resources, having the money, having these conversations about money and the power of money and investments and how money works. So that's very powerful. You know something else that that some of us as believers might have to do when we talk about uh, addressing our finances and getting our finances in order? We might have to fast from social media. That can be a distraction too. So, you know, for the people that are really serious about maybe doing this, maybe you might have to fast from social media for a little while till you can understand, okay, do it in moderation, but also do it when you can, when you have the money to do it. Because everybody that you see on these social media platforms, these celebrities, they have the money to do it. So yeah, they can go buy that bag every other week. <laughs> they can go get the, the the latest hair every other week. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, for all my sisters out there trying to keep up with all the latest hair and all this and that. Like, I see so much money spent on stuff that's, you know, definitely, absolutely. You should look good. You should feel good. But make sure you're not going in debt. I, I didn't even know. 
<laughs> so my sister, she she does hair. So she put me up on game on how so many women are li- like the, the hair business. I didn't know it was like booming to that level to where people are putting hair on like payment plans. Like they're buying this exotic like fancy hair I don't my, my sister If she was on She would tell me What it's called But I don't know What it's called But it's like I didn't know Like what you mean She's like yeah They make payments on it They might get Three four wigs And they make payments on them So it's almost like A credit card mm-hmm. A wig credit card Or whatever you want to call it I'm like What do you mean That's a real thing mm-hmm. Yes Because they're trying To keep up So I'm like Oh my goodness Bruh. That's that a game sense. changer Bruh I feel like we're still playing catch up dice um, with our with our culture with when it comes to finances and understanding right. how much works. Um, we see other cultures; um, they're taught it from birth. They 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 have family members who have successful businesses already thriving. They share, so that's another thing. Sometimes within our culture, we don't even under, understand the importance of sharing our network and and coming together. Um, you brought up um, the Jewish community and how yeah. there's a standard that needs to be upheld for. Any... Go ahead. I know you. No, 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 no. I'm just. I know. I was just bringing it up. I was like, as we were chatting, you know, just we as Christians and our faith. I think our financial standards are super low. I'm like, you can go into any other religious group and see that they value having and planning and uh, legacy, you know, from, I mean, the hospitals. Have you seen a, a full-blown Christian hospital in every city? No, but I can go find a Jewish one. You know what I'm saying? Like grocery store. And a school. Come on now, hotels. I can always go find a Patel to own a hotel in, in any city. I can't find that in a Christian community. Like, I'm just saying like, you know, Muslim, like they, they all have their standard. You know, like this is what we are going to have. I mean, shoot, Mexicans. I, I mean, Latinas, Latinos, like every city you go to, there's a standard. Asians, like like they have their thing together. And so it's frustrating as I, as an African-American, like to see the money, like, and we are 60% of the ones buying everything, mm. but we, but we never set it up. Now, now I'll be honest with you, the world is kind of changing and we do have more black millionaires now than we ever had before in life. But it's, it's still like, man, we are the largest consumer group and everybody. I mean, you go into a black community, you always going to find a Chinese store. I can't go into a Chinese community and find a black nothing. So it's like, when do we oh, get wow. it? When do we get it? When do we start to learn? Like everybody else comes to eat off us, you know? And then we run around here just trying to look good for everybody. Like, it's frustrating for me. <laughs> I know you can tell from my tone, but even my husband, like as we've been growing, our money's been growing. And we have smashed handling have four, having four children who want for nothing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just being, I'm being 1,000 right now. I always tell the story, you know, when my husband and I first got married, he lost his job for 10 months. We went to live with my mom. We slept on the floor. And I'm not talking about uh, on a pallet or a mattress. I'm talking blankets. Started all the way over with our kids. You know, mm-hmm. like we've lost, like, like you have to do what you need to do to start over and get it right. But you have to be willing to do it. And some people are not willing to give up this little cushiony life that they had because we had everything. But what we realize is these kids are going to need like mm, 20 to 60 grand when they graduate to start going to college. And we need to have it just in case they don't have it. You know, like that's the kind of parents we wanted to be. So, <clears throat> I mean, it's just, you know, here's the thing. Some people don't want to work. Some people are lazy. Some people want to, they find ways through these pyramid schemes and try to eat off you. And it's not going to help them. And to your point, focus, give them the tools, give them the book that you read, 
give them the uh, accountant you went to who gave you the outline. And you may have to sell money into somebody who's going to help you manage your money. There's nothing wrong with that. You can't go in there like, oh, we don't have any money. Yeah, but you got $800 to go where you want to go next weekend, though. So why don't you just cut that trip out? Go pay, sew into somebody else, you know, who can help you become better, you know, and get your life together. I'm just saying, even... And don't be afraid and embarrassed. I mean, you already know, focus. When I got on this, the fix with you, the first thing I told you was like, nah, me and my husband on a shutdown until August. Like, not that we broke, but we just said, no, like, this is our date. You know, like, we are going to go this far and, and it's going to be no's up until then. So, and I'm okay with that. You know, it is not easy, but it's like, listen, I already know we got to wait. You know, we have to wait. We don't want to keep or we don't want to injure ourselves by doing the most, you know, so. You know, I'm a living witness to the power of sewing. <clears throat> well, you said something about sewing. And I remember yeah. when we were trying to get out of debt, we also sold seeds into people that we already knew were already there. Mm-hmm. So no different than the, you gave the example of the, the couple that you mm-hmm. you know, you and your husband went out with. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, if we was living next door to them, we would be sewing into them. You know, even if it was $20, $50, mm-hmm. $100, like, because we could see this is where we want to go. So we believe mm-hmm. in sewing good ground. And the funny thing about that is we started sewing into other people that were already debt-free and were at the place we wanted to get to. Yeah. And then people started hearing about us and hearing about the sacrifice that we were taking. They started sewing into us. So, now. you know, I, I, I couldn't tell you how many times my wife come <laughs> home and listen, somebody gave us $250. Somebody just put $50 in my hand, you know, mm-hmm. this and that. So when you get an order and you put God back in it, I can't stress enough. Mm-hmm. God was in that whole two-year period of us getting try- getting debt-free. Mm-hmm. That's that. That's when God really blessed it. And I'm telling you, listen, the seeds that were sold in us, we was putting it on our debt. We wasn't, we wasn't blowing it. We was putting it on our debt. We like, all right, that's good. You gave me $500. Cool. 500 more on this debt. $20, $20 more on this debt. And listen, it got to a point. <laughs> kid you not. I wish my wife would come over here, but she ain't going to come over here. But the creditors were, call- the credit card people were calling my wife, asking why she was making so many payments. Because every time we got, no, seriously, every time we got a dollar, we we released it. We didn't even give our my wife wouldn't even give it an opportunity to say we're going to get a steak dinner, we're going to get a chicken wing dinner. No, no. My wife got that 50, she would call the next day, $50 payment, $20 payment, $100 payment, $200 payment, $50 payment, $100 payment. Like li- literally. And they call like why why we see you're, you know, uh, paying a lot. Paying a lot of it. Why are you making these payments so much? You don't have to pay but once a month. No, no. Oh, I said, no, I'm paying you off. <laughs> that is so funny. Keep you out my pockets. <laughs> you know, I, I talked to a successful millionaire once, and, and he gave me this bit of advice. And I, I never heard this before. And I was like, I, I, I'll be honest with you, I questioned him multiple times. I'm like, you you lying, right? You, you really, you ain't done. You, you lying. He's like, no, I'm telling the truth. He's like, he said, he asked me some questions. He said, why do you think people buy life insurance? I say, what do, you, what do you mean? That's like an oxymoron question. Like, yeah, you buy life insurance because you want... No, seriously, in my mind, I'm thinking like, that's an oxymoron question. You buy life insurance because you want to make sure you leave something for your family, some type form of inheritance outside of what you may have been able to save or whatever. He was like, hmm, that's, that's interesting. He said, well, why can't you just save it? I said, what do you He was like, what? You know, so you're going to go pay for a policy, maybe a million dollar policy. You know, you maybe pay a couple hundred bucks a month, whatever it may be a month. He's like, why don't you just save the million dollars and get interest off of your million dollars? Because there's so many different accounts you can put in there. He's like, why are you depending on a company 
to set up your legacy instead of you doing the work, sacrificing, disciplining, and you leaving really the million dollars yourself. I say, wow. I say, you you really don't have any life insurance? You say, no. He said, I don't have not I don't have not one life insurance policy, but I have multiple different accounts set up. So if something happens to me, my family's family is taken care of. And that's what he said. He said, my family's family is taken care of. Brother. I said, wow. And he said, I started off making five dollars an hour. He said, I want to make sure you understand that. He said, my first job I've ever worked, I made five bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Listen, remember I told you about the neighbors, Lake House? Yeah, you pay your debt off in four years. Told us the same thing. We don't have insurance. Because we have money. So. Like real. I mean, but when people talk to you like that, right. you're just like, what? Because we've been living in, in, and here's the thing. Shout out to all the people that sell insurance. Insurance is great. But but what I'm saying is, to your point, if I can generate and have enough to where I don't need it, you know, that's how they were able to walk away from their jobs too. Because they're like, people keep a job to keep insurance. So now I'm stuck in that thing. And they're like, listen, we just going to get enough money so we, if anything happens, we could pay the doctor, the hospital, the surgeon, anesthesiologist, write them a check right then and be done with it. And it's so funny because me and my husband looked at each other like, I, I got to level up because I ain't, I've never thought on that level, you know, like, and it, it's encouraging because you can feel the freedom of that. Listen. You tapped in with DJ Focus and Dice Gamble right here on the Fix Radio Show. We got to go to break. Keep it locked. You're tuned into the Fix. And the Fix is in. You're tuned back into the Fix, your source of faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry, right here on Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. And Kings and Queens, we pray that you uh, enjoyed this show today. We've come to the end of another hot show. We definitely want to shout out um, Cannon for that exclusive interview he uh, blessed us with. Listen, Cannon shared a lot of gems, a lot of nuggets. Uh, we definitely know he's been uh, been in the game for a while, and he's done a lot. Produ- he produced a lot. He's made. He's written a lot. You know, a lot. Of, a lot of people don't know he writes for a lot of artists. Some of your favorite CHH artists. He might have wrote a bar too, or helped mm-hmm. with uh, with a hook. Uh, but he, he also does production, and he does a, a phenomenal job at that. So definitely go follow him on all his social media platforms. Run his numbers up. What what what, what was one thing you took from that interview, uh, Dice, the Kennedy interview? I mean, I I love him saying how he's never really thought about who he was, you know, concerning everything that he does, because he's so dope. You know, I mean, I I think he's one of the best and I might have to redo my Mount Rushmore now and think about it. You know, like he's he's just been in the game forever. But all the adversity that he's gone through, just still having a passion to do music and to produce and to continue to love the Lord. But I like how he said like with his accident when he was going to you know help the guy and he ended up getting hurt falling 40 foot broke his jaw broke his ankle like he just it messed himself up he was just talking about thinking before you really dive into like an emergency situation i i don't i don't I, i've never really thought about it like that like man is this the best idea like am i going to get hurt jumping into this real quick you know really doing the airplane thing of saying if the plane's going down put the oxygen on you first you know so I, I don't know. It's just so much in it. I mean, obviously, I just love hanging out with him. And um, he has a great show, guys. So if y'all have never seen Cannon in action, man, you need to see the brother because he gives 100%. Fact. Full fire, full fire and energy. So, yeah, those are some of the things I loved. Absolutely. Just super, super fire individual artists. 
man of God. So yeah, definitely tap in with him. Listen, we talked about money for a couple of days. We pray that we were a blessing, y'all. We pray uh, you rise, really take a look at your finance and really make an intentional mm-hmm. change in those finances. Like, yes, be intentional about changing those finances. Come on Let's now. On. Let's get that money together. <laughs> uh, we're we're in the, 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 the getting ready to enter the third quarter of the year. We, we're halfway through, but you still can start making adjustments right now. Today, you can really start changing your habits, your behaviors, and get financially free. Like let's 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 get to a place where we're financially free and it's power in that. And then educate people. I know some some might not listen, but just continue to plant that seed. Continue to plant that seed for my for my listeners out there who are financially free. Continue to plant that seed. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 get on one accord with these finances. Come on now, as we, as we get ready to uh, you know, well, we want to show the world. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. No, we. I mean, we want to show up in excellence, you know, and we want to show up the best way that God has made us, giving our best, you know, bringing bringing the best in everywhere we go and. We can. We, there's always room to do better. So even if you're on point right now, there's always room to do better. And and um, there's you know there's nothing wrong with revisiting where you are financially. So we want to be able to love on people more, give more, grow the kingdom differently. And so us checking our finances and handling them in the best way we know how that that helps to do that. Listen, tap in with us weekday morning, six a.m. Mm-hmm. to eight a.m. We're here every week, right here in the morning. You definitely want to tap in, share, like, uh, tell somebody about the Fix Radio Show. Listen, continue to give us those comments. We're loving all the comments that we're getting, whether you're DMing us, whether you're emailing us. For all our artists, make sure you submit your music at thefixradioshow at gmail.com. That's D-A-F-I-X-X radioshow.com for all your music submissions. Um, we definitely appreciate you, you know, DMing us uh, those videos and whatnot. But listen, send us a full EPK mm-hmm. or full DJ pack. Uh, so that way we can really take a listen, to, uh, listen to your music, mm-hmm. and really put you out here on the radio. So yeah, let's artists make sure you do your due diligence and you know take care of the business part of it, uh, and email us uh, all music submissions, full EPK or a DJ service pack, one of the two. Not just uh, send us an MP3 or WAV file saying, "Hey, play this." No, no, let's let's do it the right way. We we talked about this. Listen, y'all, y'all definitely want to tap in with us tomorrow. We know we got another uh, hot exclusive. Uh, real talk conversation Dice and I will be having and uh, yeah we might have somebody uh, stop by uh, tomorrow you never know you might want to keep it locked for that I ain't gonna say that but we might have somebody join us tomorrow we'll, we'll see what it, see what the Lord do see what the Lord see do see what the Lord do that's awesome <laughs> listen remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive mm-hmm. Jesus is the answer mm-hmm. kingdom advancement the fix is in and we out peace y'all